and we are now live thank you for joining me today buddy um so for those that don't know about your background who you are and what you do the floor is yours introduce yourself well first of all thank you for having me i'm super excited to be here uh, my name is dallin pepper i'm 18 years old and over the past three years i have won the crossfit games three times um, and with that has come the title fittest teen on earth I've been the only teenager to ever win three times. Um, there's been a couple that have won once or twice, but it's been super cool for me over the past couple of years to get really into fitness and health. And I've kind of taken that and tried to make the best career out of it I can and just help as many people as I can. So, Brilliant. Is that the junior games or the adult games? Because I know there's okay. a difference depending on age yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So in 2017, I was in the 14, 15-year-old division, and then I won that one. And then I aged up to the 16, 17, and won that in 2018 and 2019. So Nice. That's a, a big step up. So obviously, you are competing against some of the best athletes in CrossFit yeah. on the planet. So what kind of uh, drives you with like, motivation to um, keep you competing? So this is like something a lot of people always are like messaging me and they're like, what, like what motivates you? How I'm lacking motivation today. Something I always try and tell them that I've learned from some of my coaches is like motivation is so fake and like it can, it comes and goes every single day. You can wake up feeling super motivated one day and then literally two hours later, something can happen. and You're feeling like trash again. Um, so I try not to use motivation as my like drive. I, think being driven is what you have to do to accomplish anything because when you're driven um there's no options like because i'm driven like every day i'm gonna go to the gym no matter what like i'm gonna finish my workouts that my coach gives me um there's just no other way to do it and that's just kind of become part of my life is when you set your mind out to do something if you really want to do it you do it and that's how it is so yeah i think we've um sort of touching on that motivation point we see a lot on social media where everyone kind of looks like they're always doing something always busy always working and they're like yeah so motivated all the time and mm -hmm. that is a good point that um it does come and go you know you can wake up one day and be like i'm pumped for my workout do your workout and then you've got other things that you need to kind of gravitate towards and start implementing and you're like do you know what I just couldn't be bothered today. I'm, I'm done. That was it. That was my motivation. That was my drive. Yep. It's done for the day. So, yeah, good good point. Because um, I've asked a lot of people about that, that sort of similar question. And they always kind of rally off, you know, how they do maintain their motivation um, mm -hmm. regularly. And I think probably splitting the two and having motivation as one and drive as the other. Uh, yeah. No one's actually done before. And I think that's quite an interesting point. And something that people maybe should dive into more and understand no for sure and then like going in with the motivation i don't think it's a bad thing um when you do have that motivation like utilize it and like if you can give everything you have because of that motivation you're gonna do it and like take advantage of having that there but don't count on it it's kind of like my mindset towards that so why did you start crossfit in the first place like what got you into the the sport and the competitive aspect of it so my, when I was 13 or 14 years old, uh, I think I was 13, my parents started doing CrossFit at a gym like 30 minutes away. Um, it was too hard for them to go in the morning and like get all the kids ready for school. So they got some equipment 
for our garage and they just started doing it in there and they're like, oh, you should come, you should come work out so you can get better for baseball, football and basketball, all these, all the sports I was playing at the time. And I was like, no, that's, that's dumb. I don't want to. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go and work out for fun. And then in 2015, it was the first year they had the teenage division of the CrossFit games. And so I was like, okay, this is cool. You can compete in this stuff. And then the next day I started because I wanted to compete at the CrossFit games. Man, that's mad, isn't it? Like the kind of something that you looked at and thought, nah, I can't bother. And then you saw yeah. there's like this big competition element to it and was like, okay, I'll give it a go. And then just yeah. went down and, and uh, you know, where did you place in your sort of first uh, games? So if you can remember. So when I was 14, so there's the 14-15 division and the 16-17 division. Um, I started before I turned 14. So in the open that next year, I placed like 127th, and that's like just an online competition. Um, so I didn't even qualify for the CrossFit Games. Um, that gave me kind of a good baseline. And then the next year, I took fifth in the open, and then I won the online qualifier to go to the CrossFit Games, and then I ended up winning the CrossFit Games. So the first year, I wasn't even close. So. Yeah. That's mad, man. How did you sort of make that jump from ranking where you did to then just suddenly being like, bam, I've won. How good's that? Um, honestly, like 14 and 15 year old me, like I'm so impressed with him. Like I'm bragging for him, not <laughs> not me. Like he was I was blown away. Like I was so focused and dedicated to the gym. Like every decision I made, I was like you got to make it to the CrossFit Games. That was what I woke up every day, and that was my goal. So, Did you find that um, you had, like, an element of, um, I want to say, like, arrogance a little bit, but more sort of that drive and, like, nothing's going to stop me because people can sometimes think, oh, this person's arrogant because they're yeah. so focused on what they're doing and they're kind of batting everything away. It's like, oh, you're arrogant, right? Did you find that in your 15-year-old self or was you was it just strictly like, I just know what I want to do, get out of my way? So, like, um, my mom's told me since I was young, like, you can't ever get cocky or arrogant. And so that's something I really try and drive into myself. Like, and especially with CrossFit, you're humbled every single day. Like, it's, it's tough to get cocky in this sport. Um, but I think as a 15-year-old, I was in junior high and I'm, I was just – focused on different things than all the kids my age and I'm a I'm a quieter kid usually I've been working on like being able to talk to people and so because I was quieter and so focused I think I did come across that way to people but I tried to be polite and just as nice as I could so and I as I went through high school that got lots better and I became friends with basically everyone so that was good but I think it was more of just like I had my head down and I was just going and nothing was going to stop me so that's it, man. That drive again, right? And that I've yeah. got this goal that I want to achieve. So step aside, people. Either support me or kind of get out of my lane for now because yeah. I, want it. I want this bad. Yep. Um, yep. So what would be your, like, what's been your hardest workout so far for yourself personally? What do you hate doing in CrossFit? Um, so a big weakness of mine has always been handstand push-ups. I've got really long arms compared to a lot of people. I'm taller and I'm heavier than a lot of the men. Um, so that's always been a weakness of mine. But, I mean, I've spent two or three days a week for the last three years. That's what we focus on. So there's a big focus on it. We've gotten lots better at them, but there's still so much more to get better at. 
And there's all like in CrossFit, there's so many things you have to be good at. And so I'm nowhere near where I want to be one day, but I'm working for it. So is there any moment in time when you're working out and you thought, I'm going to die? <laughs> I'm literally going to die. So there's been a couple times where I've thrown up, but I don't think that truly represents like how I'm going to die. The times that I felt that way, I end up crying. Like I'm crying in the middle of a workout and I don't know why. Like I'm doing, I remember one when I was 14, I'm doing wall balls and my coach is yelling at me, don't set it down. You have 30 seconds. I'm crying. And then we had, we did a hero workout. Um, I, do you know what those ones are? No, no, tell me, go, go for it. So the hero workouts are uh, for people who have died in combat. And so we do, they come up with a workout based on like their background. So like if depending on like the month they were killed, we'll do like, if it was October, we'll do like 10 of something. So like, it's all super personal towards them. We were doing a hero workout and it was, had five miles worth of running in it. And the last mile, one of my buddies is like, I'm not letting you beat me. He was actually around behind me, but we were like, he's like, I'm not letting you beat me back to the gym. And so we're sprinting this whole mile. I'm making weird noises and crying, but yeah, there's definitely been times where you feel like you're going to die. What moment um, did you realize you was good at CrossFit? So, like, was it, did you kind of think, I'm naturally talented in this because of maybe your frame and structure compared to other people as well? Or did it just kind of click and you was like, I'm good? Because obviously your first year you ranked where you ranked and then the next year you went and won it. Was that your kicking moment or, you know? Was it um, something you thought as soon as you started lifting and doing things? You was like, actually, like, I've got I've got something going on here. I'm working out with pals, and they're not keeping up. Yeah. So that first year, like I said, I took 127th. I I knew that year wasn't gonna be like a big year for me. I was just kind of getting into things. Um, so I didn't let that get in my head at all. I was like, you're focused on next year. So there wasn't really any moment until the open the next year in 2017. Um, that I was like, I ended up taking fifth and that was a huge jump for me. So I was like, dang, I can, I think I could pull this off. Like my goal at that point was just to qualify for the CrossFit games. And then as soon as I ended up in fifth in the open, I was like, okay, you're going to, you're going to try and win. So I think that was the moment where I was like, you can do this. So. What are your sort of future plans and current goals within CrossFit? Like where, where are you kind of seeing yourself progressing and going and what are you moving towards? So what my future kind of looks like, um, I'm going up to Utah State University this fall. I'm going to be studying finance and business. Um, and then with like CrossFit, I'm going to keep competing. This next year, I want to try and get to some of the big sanctional events that qualify for the CrossFit Games. And then hopefully by 2022, you'll see me on the CrossFit Games floor. Um, and then along with that, I want to keep growing. I started my own business through this, and I want to help as many people as I can through that business. And the knowledge I've like acquired over the last little bit, I want to share with people. I want people to know like they can do anything. So that's good. Before we touch on obviously the uh, business aspect, I just wanted to also kind of touch base on who in the CrossFit world do you feel is your toughest competitor? Who do you feel like, man, I've got to watch out for him and he's going to bring his A game. So I know I need to just put that 5% in. Yeah. Yeah. So, Obviously, the best in the world right now is Matt Frazier, um, but I'm, I'm nowhere near most of the men right now. Um, so that transition year, like 
where I'm at currently from the teenage division to the men's division is ridiculous. Like if you're, so for example, like in the teenage division, I was, I was one of the stronger athletes. So whenever there was heavier barbells and stuff, I like, I knew I could uh, push a little harder than maybe someone else that was better at gymnastics or a little bit lighter of an athlete. Um, but now once you get to the men's division, it's like, oh, you used to be good. You were good at lifting barbells. Well, everyone's good at lifting barbells. You're good at running. Well, oh, everyone's good at running. So um, there's just a lot of work to do right now. Um, there's not anyone specifically. Every single person I compete with, like hats off to them. They're great athletes. So we're just trying to keep growing as an athlete and hopefully compete with the men one day. So, so how, what's, what's your training process kind of at the moment for building you and taking you over that? Like that stepping block and that process to being able to compete with them and potentially win. So right now, just because uh, I don't have any scheduled competitions for a bit, at least until October, um, it's kind of off-season mode. Uh, so we're building really good base and my strength. We're doing a ton of long aerobic work to make sure uh, I just have that engine because those are all things that take lots of time. So we're utilizing the chance that where there's no, no competition – to do some things that we haven't been able to do to hopefully, so that'll hopefully carry over, over in like two years. So. Mm. And how are you monitoring your progress? Like if you wearing heart rate monitors and things like that, or is it just to go by feel? Um, it's, it's by feel. Um, I've gotten to know my body pretty well. So I work with my coach and he has super detailed plan of what we're going to do. Um, I can tell how things feel um based like just how things go um if we're doing like a high rep gymnastics workout if i have to break it up more than i think it's like oh well maybe i should work on this more but it's also remembering like your body does get tired so having that play a part into it and remembering that is super important and what's been your proudest moment in your career so far um so obviously winning the three times was super awesome for me because no one else has done it so that's got to be the coolest thing but out of three, those three years, I think 2018, my second year, was definitely my proudest moment. I, I made that transition to the older age group, and no one had really made that transition and won because everyone's older. And especially as a teenager, like a whole year of development, there's a lot of things that can happen. Like you get way stronger, way bigger. So I was really proud of the work I put in that year. How did it feel being like, well, knowing that, you're the fittest team on earth did it change your personality slightly did you give yourself a pat on the back or was it that okay that's cool let's let's keep training let's go on to the next yeah. thing because you know you hear like people achieve their goal and then they go off the rails sometimes or they become not arrogant but a bit more just like yeah i'm the man i don't i don't need to train so hard yeah did, did any of no. those things switch in your mentality at all Winning the CrossFit Games, to be completely honest, doesn't change anything. Like, it's like, congrats, you did it. This all paid off. It's a great feeling. But, like, happiness, I've learned, doesn't come from reaching your goals. It comes from enjoying the process up to that point. Like, if I hated training all year and then I go and compete and I were to win, it would be like, okay, cool. But, like, having loved the process of getting there, like, it felt really good for it all to pay off. And then the next day it was like, okay, what can I do to get better? So it's all part of that. Do you struggle to like 
relax and chill out? Are you always kind of thinking, <laughs> what what do I do next? What do I do next? I need to be doing this. Yeah. Even if it's not CrossFit related, it's like you paint the house or help out yeah. at home, whatever, you know, it's kind of like keep going, keep going, keep going. So back when, so when I was like 15, 16 years old, like I didn't have any, a whole lot of responsibility other than just training because still a young little kid. Um, and so it was like, train, 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 recover, eat. Everything was revolved around that. And there was basically no relaxing. Um, but I've learned over the years, like there are more important things, family, friends, uh, making sure you enjoy life too. So that's been a huge, that's been huge for me is learning how to relax. Um, and that I have a coach that always says like, the best athletes do hard things. And sometimes staying out of the gym is harder mentally than going into the gym. Mm. So it would be harder for you to not go. So don't go like that. day. What do you do to relax? Do you like meditate or do you just play the computer? Do you, you know, sleep, watch films, binge Netflix? Uh, uh, so like I'll stretch and I love, I love watching the office right now. I, so I'll do mobility. I'll stretch. Um, I like to hang out with my family, my girlfriend. We go play games outside. Um, just kind of just hang out and take my mind off everything. So, the American office or the English office? American. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, have you seen the British one? No, I haven't. Okay, well, it's a little bit old, but it's still quite funny. And obviously, that's where it, where the American yeah. office come from, from Ricky Gervais. But I've seen the the American office. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely cracks me up. And um, it is one of those shows that you can watch over and over uh -huh. again. And Steve Carell, he's the man. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, I'm going to have to check out the English version. Yeah. Oh, Ricky Gervais, man. Honestly, he's so funny. <laughs> he's so funny. Um, who are your idols within just life in general? Like, who would you kind of, it sounds stupid, I guess, but kind of model yourself off of in yeah. the sense of like, I like the way this guy lives his life and his philosophies. Mm -hmm. So there's two there's two guys that come to mind uh, in the CrossFit space. Is obviously Matt Fraser. He's the best in the world. Um, I like his attitude. It's like take no prisoners kind of attitude. Like he's he's going 100 percent after it every day. So that's I aspire to work that hard in everything I do, no matter what it is. Um, and then also Jacob Hepner. I don't know if you know him. He was the I believe the sixth fittest man in the world this year. But the way he works so hard, but he also loves every second of it. And he has a good time. Um, and that's something I need to work on sometimes. Sometimes I take myself too seriously. So I try and model my life after his too, where he enjoys it and just relaxes and has a good time. I think that's one of the key fundamental points for a lot of people. It's like you've got to love what you do, whether it's training and working that shitty nine-to-five job yeah. which you know we've all got to work unless we're sponsored athletes or professionals in some some sport and we're getting paid the big check and i think yeah. that's the silver lining there is to kind of be able to turn up and be like Do you know what it's, it's not so bad right the workout yeah. you know i'm blessed to be able to do this yeah exactly if we and you were working out i'd be absolutely shattered i'd be dead after about five minutes and you'd still be going, going, come on, man, hard work, hard work, <laughs> push, push, push. And I'd be crying up and I don't know what to do. And you'd be like, hey, I'll cry, I'll, enjoy I'll this. I'll cry with you. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine? <laughs>
two guys crying trying to slam balls against the wall. <laughs> That'll be the new YouTube trend. <laughs> um, so if you didn't do CrossFit, what would you consider doing instead? What do you think you would have gone into and maybe tried to become professional at or, or you know, extremely good at? You know, I was always I was going to play Major League Baseball when I was little. So I probably uh, would have tried to play college baseball somewhere um, if I didn't find CrossFit. But I'm grateful I found CrossFit because I now have learned, like, my passion is also business. I love that kind of stuff. Um, I originally was going to go to school for something medical, and I started kind of my own little business, like I mentioned earlier, just through Instagram. And I was like, and I started learning more about it. I took more classes about business in high school, and then I completely changed uh, what I'll study at my university because I found CrossFit and found I have a passion for that, so something with business i don't know yet but. yeah no because um i know it's drilled in quite a lot to to get something medical right like get yeah. medical qualification because it does pay really well mm-hmm. but when you're sort of an entrepreneur i guess you want to create your own business in something and then yeah from that your it's your own motivation or your own drive that's going to carry you and carry the success of your company yeah exactly no i like that so um, talk to me about your new business and what it's going to entail and the release date. Okay, so I'm super, I'm super pumped about this. Um, so I started, uh, it's called Pepper Programs. My last name, super simple. Um, I started it like a year and a half ago on Instagram, and that's all it was, it was just Instagram. And I had these PDFs with some programs, and I just started doing that. But the last three months, I've completely gone away from that. And everything's totally like rebranded, all new. I've got my website ready to launch. I think we're hoping to launch June 15th. A couple things that are in the program. I have three different options that you can follow. So I have one-on-one coaching. So if you sign up for one-on-one coaching, it's me and you working together. You have complete access to me. So I'll program all of your workouts completely around your weaknesses, which is super fun because I get to know people. Um, We create a friendship through the whole thing, which is awesome. Right now I have four one-on-one clients. So I'm hoping to get a few more of those once the months go on. I also have a build your weakness series. So what that is, is they're programs for specific movements. So I have a muscle up, a snatch program, a clean squat, uh, press, assault bike. Can't remember if I got them all in there, but you'll see it on my website. Uh, but these programs are completely designed around one movement, which that's that's what sets all these programs apart is there's not many people that are doing that. There's people doing everyday programming. They have strength cycles with a whole bunch of different lifts. They have cardio, all that stuff. But these, these programs are focused on one movement and one movement only. It's two days a week for most of them. So you're just spending a little bit of time each week focusing on these movements if you think it's a weakness and you want to get better at it. So I, I'm really pumped about those. And then I'm also starting a daily programming for people. Um, we have two different tracks. So one of them is for those who want to compete. It's about 90 minutes a day. And then another track is for people. It's called the Get Fit program. It's 30 minutes a day, minimal equipment. It's just for people that are super busy but still want to get some exercise in. So that's kind of what big overview of what the Pepper programs are. So how are you planning on tracking what are you planning tracking people's progress for their before and afters and yeah like you said with your one-to-ones i know they're going to have complete access 
the, the other programs mm-hmm. are they going to have some form of communications to just be able to say, yeah, man, look at my results. Thanks for the program. And you're like, cheers yeah, for yeah. the results. You know, you're cool. <laughs> yeah. So the one-on-one coaching, um, we use a platform called True Coach. The app is on your phone. I do everything from my computer and everything's on there and it stays on there. Does an awesome job at keeping track of all your PRs, everything you've done. Um, really easy to communicate. You can send me videos through that on the one-on-one coaching. Uh, for the Build Your Weakness um, programs, those are just PDFs. And along with the PDFs, you can also send me videos. So that one's not quite as personal, um, but I'm, you still have access to me. And then the daily programming, I use a platform called SugarWad. And that same kind of the same thing as the True Coaches. The workout of the day appears on SugarWad. It's an app. And then you can put your results in. It keeps track of all your results right on your profile. Um, and there is communication with me there too. So, Well, obviously, like anything, the more you pay, yep. the more you get, right? And exactly. that's, that's true to business, you know what I mean? Like if people want, yep. you know, good value, they got to go and pay for it. If they want that more intimate one-to-one training or yep. one-to-one coaching, you've got to, you, you know, you're not going to get it for $5 or $5 yeah, exactly. British money. No, yeah. Interesting. Um, so obviously I'm assuming that was because of your business sort of brain that you decided to kind of start that up or did you think I've been successful in CrossFit? So I'm going to try pursuing this sort of fitness program avenue because I'm assuming, was this like your first kind of business idea or was you thinking, I might start a business doing this, business doing this instead? Well, it just kind of happened because, so, I mean, I was getting into high school and I needed to make some money. I was coaching at the gym I was at, but it only pays so much. I could only work so much because I was focused on training. Um, And so it started with just a muscle up program. I just made a PDF. And I didn't even have the Instagram profile at the moment. I was just using my personal Instagram trying to sell this muscle up program. Turns out people actually liked it. And I was like, okay, this is cool. So then I just kept growing and growing. And um, it just kind of started from one simple program. And now it's a whole business. So Hmm. Nice, man. Um, Is that sort of your 24-hour thing at the moment in the sense of building? Obviously, I know you have other things and you've got to train. But is that kind of the the key thing on the brain right there is like, man, I, I need to get home. I need to write this out and need to make sure this website's going to look the bomb because mm-hmm. shit, people ain't going <laughs> to yeah, exactly. purchase nothing, right? No, it's all about uh, how you present things. But no, I, I mean, I get up, I start working on my website, come into the gym, finish all my training, go home, start working on my website and programming and marketing, all that stuff. And then to, in the evening, I kind of just put it all away and relax. So mm-hmm. it's work really, really hard and then play hard. Do you have like a business coach or a, a mentor at all? Or is this all off your own sort of so drive? My manager, Cooper, he's played a huge part in this. He's given me so much advice. Um, I'm kind of doing it on my own. And then anytime I have any questions, I go to him and then he'll take a look at my website. He's like, okay, you need to change this, this, this. Get back to me when you're done. Um, so I go do that. And then he tears through my website again. So he's been, he's been awesome to have. I was going to say, like, what's your relationship like with uh, your manager in the sense of sometimes you can have a manager and you're kind of like, eh, he's a bit of a dick, but, you know, <laughs> he's my manager. And you can get no. other guys that are like almost, I want, I want to say like, you know, Alex Ferguson, right? Like the father figure of, yeah, yeah. you know, the, um, no. of yourself. No, we're, we're friends. Like, I actually haven't met him in person before. Uh just because we started working together last October. So it's still been just not super long. 
Um, but we're great friends. We talk almost every, every day, just about whatever, uh, business stuff and just what we're doing. And, uh, no, he's awesome. I, the support I have from everyone, from my coach, my nutrition coach, Cooper, my family, my parents, like I couldn't do it without any of them. So. And are you looking through, um, cause obviously like video marketing and, um, like photo editing and graphic design are you like studying these little elements of it as well to help your business or are you looking to kind of outsource for that at some point you know we see those traditional fitness pages and they've got some like they're like panting like, yeah oh, man, that workout <laughs> was tough and then it cuts to like porny music and then it's like yeah, guys yeah. barbelling and that <laughs> and it's like, obviously made by some, <laughs> some it'll be you grunting as you're frying slam balls like tears running down your eyes <laughs> This program's no, no. so good it makes you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I try I try and keep it uh very real and not fake, but honestly, a video like that could bring some good laughs to people. So maybe I'll have to like throw on the eighties workout gear and make one of those like Zumba videos or something. That'd be funny. <laughs> it's like um I can't remember his name though. His name's like he's well known in the fitness industry as as like he talks. His name's like James something and I think he's from like Australia. It's really going to bother me that I can't think of his name. But he basically talks no bullshit at all. And you yeah. look a little bit like him, honestly. It's weird. <laughs> um, but he, he ba- basically made his name now and, and programs and all that stuff by literally just saying, you know, people are always saying, oh, you can't have a can of Coke and can't have this bit of chocolate. He's like, just control your fucking calories, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's like Slim Tea and he's like, Slim Tea? Lim tea that you drink like it doesn't <laughs> exist like <laughs> fuck off with your product and he, he was yeah, like really exactly. he just trended because he he was very transparent honest said it how it is and yeah. kind of broke the market instead of being like corny you know yeah. like, oh get this coffee that's gonna make you lose 30 pounds <laughs> no I, th- I think people really appreciate like being real with them like if the program's not for them let them know like mm. maybe this isn't the best option for you uh, maybe you should, and then maybe give them a suggestion. Yeah, maybe that's maybe they're not going to become a client to you, but like be legit. So I think for yourself as well, because I've had this with um, my own personal training company. Um, there's clients that you necessarily they they pay for your service, they come, but they don't really try and yeah, don't really put in the effort. And I'm kind of like, oh you're wasting my time like i want results you know what i mean yeah yeah, i want i want results because those results are going to reflect on you Mm -hmm. and if someone's like oh yeah you know say they're 17 stone they train with you for a year and they're still 17 stone you kind of look like a shitty coach do you know what i mean yeah exactly no Um, that's why go on uh, with my my one-on-one coaching it's like very limited space like there's an interview make sure we're the right fit so it's like very well thought out the daily programming, like that's more on them. Uh, I provide the workouts for them, and then they kind of do their their thing. But I I love working with people who work hard. It's it makes my day. Uh, and the guy I was referring to is called James Smith. And huh. I don't know if you'll be able to see this, but I'm going to show you anyway. So. Oh yeah, I think I've seen him before. So. Anyways, if you check him out, do you look a little bit similar? You could, you could be, in my opinion, people will disagree, you could be his twin. <laughs> How good would that be? You're like at the CrossFit Games and you're just like, after you've recorded a little video and you're like, you want to get fit, guys? 
put fucking effort in because there's no coffee that's <laughs> going to make you do this. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, that's awesome. So what's the um, sort of what's what's the daily routine for yourself in the sense of training and nutrition? You know, you're training six hours a day, two hours a day. Does it fluctuate? Um, yeah. So right now, uh, it all depends on the time of the year, like what competitions, what competitions I'm going to. But right now, um, I get up, work on some programming. Uh, I'll make breakfast. I'll roll into the gym about 10:30 after some of the classes are done. I'll train from 10.30 to 12.30-ish, so there's two hours. Go get a snack, work on some more programming stuff, and then I'll come back for about an hour, hour and a half, and finish up whatever I didn't get done. So there's about three and a half hours, four hours in the gym, uh, depending on the day. And then back home, recover, sleep, eat, make sure I'm getting all my food in. I'm eating about 3,600 to 3,800 calories a day, so a lot. Nice. It, it, gets, it gets gross. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, though, at least you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> at least mm-hmm. you can just be like, I'm just going to eat that because it doesn't matter because I'm on fucking 3,600 yeah. calories a day and I'm happy. And that's what matters. It's apart from when your gut's hurting and you're feeling a bit like, oh, another yep. meal. Yep. <laughs> when, you're, when you're forcing, it's soup for me, like, if I don't eat, like, a big breakfast and a big lunch, like, at night, I'm, I'm a goner. Like, I don't, I hate... <laughs> Just force feeding rice. It's like nine thirty at night. I'm just rice and butter, just trying to get it down. It's gross. <laughs> These are the parts of um, being an athlete that people yeah. don't tell you about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, have you got someone who kind of written out your nutritional side of things, or did you work it out on based based on your yourself basically? So, was you like, oh, I like that. I don't like that. I need this many calories, that many macros, or did someone go? For you to perform your best, you need this, and you need to feel this way. So my first year, I didn't eat enough ever, which I learned quickly. Like you can't perform if you don't eat. So I started working with M2 Performance Nutrition. My coach is Jenny Sharp. She's awesome. She just to make sure she checks in with me three times a week, make sure I'm hitting my macros as much as possible. But she's not like she's chill too. Like if I eat pizza one day, she's like, heck yeah. I hope it was good, you know? So I count all my macros. She's helped me a ton with that, just helping dial in how much I'm supposed to be eating depending on the time of the year. So, And the way yeah. you're training as well, if you have pizza, it doesn't, you know, yeah. it's not the end of the world, right? You're, I mean, you're going to burn it off. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not a big deal. So hmm. it's good. Oh, camera's froze. Hold up. Oh, mate, we're back. I um, think my phone was just almost it's getting low so okay cool well that was pretty much the last question i had although one has just sprung to mind so i will quickly ask you about it um what's your view on well what what is crossfit like in the sense of testing athletes and what's your opinion on sort of doping and steroids and stuff like that so do you mean like testing as like as a test of fitness or like just the steroid situation just just the steroid situation yeah, yeah. So, in my personal opinion, if you've worked hard enough to get to the CrossFit Games, you you put your whole life towards that. And I do believe CrossFit Games test people multiple times a year when they're not expecting it. They'll show up at their house. I know all the top guys and girls, like all of them are getting tested all the time. Um, and you saw what happened. I don't know if you saw in 2017, Ricky Garrard from Australia 
took second or third and he was caught doping and the amount of just hate and criticism that man received from all the CrossFit Games athletes. Like, we put our lives on this. Um, I think CrossFit Games does a great job. You won't see much uh, doping or steroids at the CrossFit Games. I think it's there in some of the smaller competitions just because people's egos get big and they want to they win, but they're not willing to put that work in. Um, but even if you are doping, you're probably not going to have the mindset to be a CrossFit Games athlete anyway. So that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, short and sweet. I like that. Yeah. To the point. Fuck doping. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Basically. Fuck it. Train hard. Eat well. Put the yep. effort in. You place where you're placed. And if you deserve to win, you win. Yeah. And that's exactly. it. You know? Yeah. All right. Brilliant. Well, thank you for your time, buddy. I really appreciate it. Of course. It. Thank you. Um, basically, I always like to give guests two minutes to advertise themselves, um, where they can find you on social media platforms, websites, and so forth. And I always link them in the video description below. So mm-hmm. if you ping me the links at the end just so yes. everyone knows that that's where they can find them and if they can't be bothered to click on the links they can hear you say it now so uh you can find me on instagram at dallin pepper you can find my programming business uh at the pet or just kidding at pepper programs for instagram also uh my website is pepperprograms.com and youtube you can just find me dallin pepper so Are you, have you got a youtube channel i didn't even check i that. do I do. Uh, I'm working on getting some more content out there. Right now, it's just a bunch of workout videos. So, uh, the traditional, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a guy. I go to the gym, check out my workout videos. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I'm working on getting some more uh, fun content. Like yesterday, I just filmed like a "What's in my gym bag." I'm not super great at talking to a camera yet, so I'm working on that. But. Hey, you did well. It's progress. Right? You. And, and you was a good guest, really good guest. So I, I appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, cool. Right. Uh, take care. And I will check to you on Instagram when this is uploaded and send you all the artwork we've got. Awesome. Thank you. Brilliant. Take care, buddy. You too. Have a nice day.